Hello everyone and welcome to the Fate in Your Favour podcast, where we focus on becoming the best versions of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect with our values and overall live more fulfilling and meaningful lives, relationships and careers. I'm your host Janelle Johnson, a life coach and trainee counsellor based in London in the UK. In this week's episode, we are talking about setting goals worth achieving. So many times I am faced with the question of, okay, but how do I even set goals? And the importance of setting effective goals can really change how you feel about the future, how you feel about where you are, how you feel about your vision. This episode is about setting goals that you are excited about achieving. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first podcast of 2021. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to me like all the way throughout 2020. It has been a journey and one I'm never going to forget. To be able to even put these podcast episodes out is just unreal and the feedback that I get is unreal. I just love being able to put something positive out there in the world and, you know, hopefully change and impact your lives positively. So with it being the 1st of January, I think it's only right to talk about goal setting. (laughs) Um, And I know that I've done an episode in the past where I was talking a lot about, you know, finding your purpose. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that one. And also the importance of setting effective goals. And this is going to be a little bit different because I'm literally going to tell you every single step that I do with my coaches and during my vision board workshops. So when it comes to setting goals, if I just get straight into it, a great place to start is actually set the time for yourself away from distractions. Now, if you think there's about 60 to 80,000 thoughts that run through our brain per day, and majority of those come from Instagram, Facebook, social media, kids, family, you know, we're thinking about our future, we're thinking about our past, we're thinking about our present, we're thinking about how terrible we are as humans or how great we are as humans. We sometimes have that counteract, don't we? But when you're planning to create a vision for your future and to actually sit down and set goals, get into a space where you will not be distracted. My phone is a Samsung and it has a um, focus mode on it. And I use it all the time because easily I will I will not hear any sort of notification, but I will find myself checking my phone. <laughs> so when it's on focus mode, it actually really helps me actually focus, you know, and you can set the different options about how you want how you want it to help you focus and those kind of things. If you'd like any details on that, let me know. If you've got an iPhone, it also has the the functions and the ability to help you focus, but I'm not sure how. So you may have to do some digging around on the University of YouTube for that one. So getting into the right mind space is one of the most important things because when we have distractions, we actually end up putting things down that 
don't necessarily make sense to us, aren't necessarily really connecting with our values. And it's important for us to give ourselves that time. It's an it's a real act of self-love, to be honest, to give ourselves that time to create that time to have nothing else on our mind. You know, I don't know if um, you are into meditation or some yoga or, you know, something like that. Whatever it is that you know that you can do to take your mind off of things, I would say to start with that and then go straight into the mode of creating. The next thing that I would say is to consider, always consider reflecting on where you have come from and where you are now. And that is number two. And that, I mean, all of these, all of these points that I'm going to be talking about are very, very important. But this is one that people often shy away from because, you know, sometimes it's painful to think about where you're coming from. But if you don't know where you're coming from, how do you know where you want to go? If you don't know where you are at the moment, how do you know where your starting point is? How do you know where you want to go? And that's the main thing here. A lot of people will run away from that because looking at where you are and where you're coming from can sometimes be quite challenging and triggering. But it can also be something that you look at and you actually realize on how far you have come. And even thinking about how far you have come, whether you have, you know, not necessarily shown up in the way that you you would have liked to, thinking about the lessons that you could have learned, the lessons that you have learned from being in that space of, you know, where you're coming from. Every single thing that you have learned brings you to a space of where you are today, because without the past, you have no present. Yeah. And in all of these points that I'm going to share with you, it's very, very important to write things down. So if you don't have a journal, get one. You know, even if you only write in there when you have something to plan, okay, fine. But it's having a journal and having a space where you can get things out of your brain and onto the paper. The, the, the value is unmatched with anything else. The next one I would say is think about where you want to be in the next five, 10 years, let's say. And I like to, when it, when it comes to doing the vision board workshops and working with clients, I really like to kind of focus on, okay, so we can start with the five, 10 year goal, but then we look at what do we want to achieve from the now? What do we want to achieve in the next 12 months? Because 12 months is, is really not that long, but it gives you an opportunity to set um, realistic goals that aren't necessarily too big to think about. Whereas if you think five, 10 years from now, you want to be a writer, you want to be a dancer, you want to, I don't know, take over the world. You can think, okay, fine. Well, in this year, I have to do 10% worth of work towards where I want to get to in the next 10 years, literally. And it's important to write that down. But when you start with 10 years, you start to work back and you say, okay, well, if I want to be here in 10 years, where do I want to be in five years? And then you can say, okay, well, in order for me to be there in five years, I want to do this within the next year. And it's all about setting foundations. A lot of us kind of think, oh, five, 10 years, that's ages away, but actually it's not that far. And if you can set the right foundation in year one, yeah, 
you are going to make sure that when you do get to year five, year 10, year 15, that you're not going to say, oh, I wish I did that at the very beginning. The likelihood is that you're not going to look back and say, I wish I did. I wish I did. Set the foundation right, you know, set the foundation right. And that's what happens when you start necessarily, you may start with the big goal and it may scare you, but then you start to cut it down into smaller chunks and, you know, into digestible chunks. If you are working every day towards your goal, even if it's just a little one thing, if you did one thing towards your goal every day, you would make a difference in the next 10 years for sure. The next thing I always encourage people to do is to think about what has stopped them from achieving in the past. A lot of people will look outwards and say, well, it was that person, it was this person, it was this person, it was that person. But let's focus on what you were able to do, the choices that you made. Because as we know, especially if you've listened to other podcasts of mine, you will know that you cannot control what other people do. So if we focus on how we could have made a difference in getting to where we want to get to, we can then control how we want to change what we did before. Whereas we can't change anybody else. So think about that. What has stopped us from achieving in the last five, 10 years? What has stopped us from the last point we said we want a change? What has stopped us from actually making that change? And in many cases, it could be that, you know, you had children, you lost your job, especially last year, for 2020, many, many people were faced with the challenges of having to, you know, work out what they're going to do to feed their family, the security and, you know, kind of many things would have seemed impossible, but you made it, you made it here to actually listen to this podcast. So that's, that's one thing. The choices that you would have made during that time will have given you a foundation for this new set of 12 months. So when it comes to, you know, being faced with challenges, it's kind of important for you to look at those challenges and actually smile at them and laugh at them and say, ah, okay, cool. This is a challenge, but I am looking at you as an opportunity to learn something new, not only about the situation that I'm in, but also about myself. You know, it's definitely about perspective, when you're faced with challenges, what are they trying to teach you? So challenges aren't necessarily what stops you. A lot of the time, it's your mindset, the mind frame, the things that you have in your brain at the time, you know, you can't even focus. But focusing is what is necessary for us to grow and for us to really be able to take steps in the in the direction that we think is the right direction. But when we have lots of things going on, a lot of the time, you know, we end up making decisions based on things that are not linked to our values. So that's something to bear in mind. But that tip is, you know, also very, all of them are very important. But what has stopped you from achieving? It's an activity that I particularly like to do just so that acknowledging that is one thing. But when you are faced with those challenges again, you can easily say, I recognize this and I know what to do. So the next one, I guess it kind of links to what I said earlier about working out what you want to do in the next 12 months. When you consider the areas that you want to grow in, 
when you consider the areas that you want to grow in, what could you do in those areas with the tools that you have right now? Think about that. What could you do with the tools that you have about those situations, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, whether it's finances, whether it's time management, whether it's career progression, investing, self-love, believing in yourself, health, fitness, you know, any of these areas. What could you do right now in each of those areas to improve them just slightly, even if you think, you know, this is actually something that I may consider small, but I could do that. And what that does is it allows you to see that there is progress to be made. There is always a possibility of progress being made. It's just about, again, back to perspective. Most things are about perspective. So what can you do to improve your situation right now? And the biggest tip of all is to write them down. (laughs) Everything that you're reflecting on, everything that you're planning for your future, write it down. The idea is that once you write it down, it's there and you have something to to um, measure your success by. Your brain is not made for storing information. It is made for creating. So the more times that you say, oh, I don't need to write it down, is the more time your brain is like, gosh, okay, right. Let me just hold this here. I'll put this over here to the left with the box of things that I'll never come back to. (laughs) Think about that the importance of writing things down. And then obviously the next thing would be to create your vision board based on the things that you have identified that you want in the next five, 10 years, broken down into the next 12 months, those things go onto your vision board for the next 12 months. And if you want to create a vision board for the next five, 10 years, then I would say to do that. If that's something that actually works better for you. I'm someone that works better with the smaller chunks. But remember, your vision board is your vision board. There really are no rules to it. You can literally do anything you want to do. And on your vision board, you know, find pictures that create a memory, create a feeling. Find pictures that help you create that vision in your mind about where you want to be and place it somewhere that you will see every single day. It's not the same as just writing things down. You ever heard the, the saying that a picture can paint a thousand words? I think that's the saying anyway. A picture can paint a thousand words. And if you think, okay, cool, I'm writing my goals down and that's enough. That is just the beginning. If you can put a picture of something that helps you visualize where you're going to be or where you want to be, literally it can paint a thousand words. If you were to look at a picture and someone were to ask you, oh, what do you think of this picture? You're not just going to say one word. You're going to say more words. You're going to say really, you know, how you feel about it, what what it brings up for you, what it helps you imagine, what it helps you think about, all of these things. But if you just write the word or the words, you know, it's very limited. If you can get any images to represent the goals that you have put down, I would always recommend to do that. Um, which is why, obviously, I run the vision board workshops because a lot of the time people will say that they've done vision boards in the past and it doesn't really work. Um, and there's many reasons why they may not have worked. But when you come to work with me, it's it's more than just creating a vision board. It's creating your future. 
because the people that I've worked with in the past, my clients and people that have joined the events all have testimony to the power of their vision board because it was set in the right environment. They were in the right mindset and they knew what they were trying to achieve and they were able to connect with their values, which is the main thing. Why do you want that new car? Why do you want that new job? Why do you want to leave? You're able to really connect with your values. And if you're stuck with setting goals, which, you know, some of us are, start with what you want to be, do and have. Just spend 15 minutes or so literally just writing out every single thing that you want to be, do and have with no limitations. No limitations on money, time, people, resources, nothing. So start with the be, do, have list. And once you have that, trust me, your juices will start flowing and you're going to get more ideas about, okay, cool. Well, if I want to do this, if I want to travel here, if I want to be this kind of person, then you definitely can focus on specific things once you've got that list. And I know that sometimes people find it hard to check out of being the helper to other people. But the only way that you can change a situation is by focusing on yourself. Remember that we only have control of ourselves. We cannot control other people as much as many of us would like to. We cannot control other people. You can only change the situation by focusing on yourself. The more you focused on yourself is the more you will have to give to other people. And the more that you will show up to other people authentically. And the last tip before I go is when you have set your vision and when you have set your goals, take action. The vision board is not just there to do the work for you. <laughs> you have to do the work, but just know that the, when you're doing the work, you're not, you, you have your roadmap. I always like to call my vision board my roadmap. And you have your roadmap and you know where you're going. So when distraction comes knocking at your door, you can say, nah, I'm good. I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly what I'm trying to achieve. Keep that in mind. And one bonus tip that I will give, actually, one bonus tip that I will give is put yourselves in situations where you are stretched to your maximum, not out of your comfort zone. You are stretched. And what that means is the situation that you have created. So the opportunity that you have created is scary, but you know that with preparation, you can do it. And what that looks like, if I give you an example, is if you are scared of talking in a crowd of people, put yourself in a situation where you will challenge yourself to speak to more people at a time. When the opportunity arises where you can speak to, I don't know, a handful of people, say yes, say yes, because if you keep waiting until you are all the way ready, you will never be ready and you will always tell yourself that this is not the time. But if that public speaking, for example, just because it's low hanging fruit, if public speaking is something that you want to be able to do, say yes when the opportunity arises, because the longer that you wait is the longer that you will take to get there and you may never get there. Say yes to the situation once it is presented to you because you can do it. 
You can do it. You put your mind to it. You can do it. All it takes is preparation and to persevere in the face of fear. Let bravery overtake that fear. And on that note, I will be leaving you. It has been such a pleasure to get back to recording And I kind of a little bit forgot how great it is to record. And this year we are looking forward to more interviews, more knowledge bombs, more reasons to live your best life and become the best version of yourself. And I am here to hear about all of your experiences, everything that you have put on your vision board or, you know, set as your goals coming into fruition. Remember that you can only change your situation by focusing on yourself. Have a very, 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 very happy new year. So we've come to the end of another episode and I hope that you were able to enjoy. I always encourage you to not only keep the conversation going with your friends and family, but let us know what you're thinking on social media. And I always love to hear your feedback. I'm really looking forward to sharing a space with you again in the future. Stay tuned for more interviews and more reminders about how to become the best version of yourself. Until next time. Bye.